is marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. We're marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 251. We use the rooster in the beginning because they don't have a, a turkey to gobble. Uh, this is our post Thanksgiving episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. MarkingOut.com, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, where if you're listening to this right now, well actually you can't be listening to this right now, but if you listen to this within the, the weekend, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday to Monday before 12pm, use the code BLACKFRIDAY, no spaces, one word, um, get 20% off our t-shirts. And if you spend over $100, you can get an Entree the Giant shirt for free. Yeah. And uh, just let Pro Wrestling Tees know that there's more people out there than just the Young Bucks. Yeah. Because some, I'm pretty some sure... People have, some people have uh, certain uh, uh, specific deals, too. Like, I know Raven has one of his shirts where you, if you buy it, you get a Raven and Tommy Dreamer autograph. Yeah, and I know uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin had one where if you were one of the first, like, 50 people to buy a Stone Cold shirt, you could uh, you get another Stone Cold shirt for free, I think. Yeah, it's one of the shirts. So fingers crossed that I was one of the first, even though I don't think I was. This like crashed at twelve. Um, I feel like a lot of his shirts, like I used to really like them, but I feel like they took some of the shirts off for uh, Stone Cold. I'm not sure. Yeah, but uh, there's a new Trent shirt. Get that one. Yeah, buy Trent shirts. Tony Nese, <laughs> milk chocolate. All of them have shirts up there. Beaver Go Boys. Beaver Boys. Team Tremendous. J. J. Rowe, Chrissy Rivera. Who else could we put over? Ref Hawkins. Corey, Ref Corey Price. Corey Price, of course. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's Marking Out 251. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I am also joined here by the voice of the moist. That's <laughs> Wow. I'm going to stick with that. The voice of the moist, Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? <laughs> I am speechless. Um, yeah, but also, who else do we want them to buy shirts from? Papa Don? Yo, that's a good nickname, though. Mario. Boca. Mario. He's not on there, is he? Yeah, he, he's got it on there. I don't think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he is. I think he is. But the listeners can go find out, and if it is, if he is on there, click buy. I really don't think he is. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the shirts I, I like are more the uh, Top Rope Tuesday shirts. Yeah, those are those are some good ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people have t-shirts. Just go support them. Go support them. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening, and that's our show. Yeah. So, Want to, uh, we'll go. Any questions, comments? No. No, but Brandon, how are you doing? Yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> I am doing awesome as always. Uh, Thanksgiving happened last night, yesterday in general. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Went out to the Hamptons and celebrated. Oh, look at you. You think you're fancy. I don't think I'm fancy. I ate off paper plates. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, best was, dish go. Uh, best come on, come on, come on! Don't think. Dish. Go. I can't. There's no best dish. I can't. Like there's no. I I can't. What's for you? What's your best dish? I'm gonna go with yams and marshmallows. Yams and marshmallows. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I like See, that. See, I do the marshmallows, the toasted marshmallow top. Which yeah, I, yeah. I don't even really like marshmallows, but when it's toasted on top of a yam, I take the scoop of the marshmallow, and people are like, "Where? Why is this part not covered?" <laughs> like, because I I actually I actually made it last night. Oh, so it wasn't good. No, it came out really good. <laughs> I think next time I make it, I'm gonna add some vanilla extract to it. To what? To the yams. Give it some more flavor. I'm. Give yeah. it some more flavor. Well, to each What about you? So, I really, I can't pick. I don't know. I can't go with turkey. Turkey's usually very dry. <laughs> I mean, depending on how you make it. Yeah, that's true. I, don't, I feel like I'm very rare I'll be a fan of the turkey. The place that I went to, they, uh, they, they deep fried their turkeys. That's interesting. You can't eat it, though. Peanut Why? oil. Peanut oil. Oh, but yeah, I think uh, deep fried turkey comes out really, really good. Interesting. It only takes like an hour to make. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. The- Very cool. I could have used some uh, noodle pudding. Oh, corn pudding. Cornbread pudding. My mom made that last night. Oh, that's so good. I'm not, I don't like that. Really? Yeah. I think I'm going to try to make some at some point. One of our, uh, that our good? my cousin's girlfriend made... Uh, cornbread with jalapenos in it, and that was good. Interesting. But it made me want like barbecue food, huh? Ra- rather than turkey and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I was, I, I ate a piece of it, and I was like, I want brisket now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, if anyone ever invites me over to Thanksgiving, you could have barbecue food. That'd be awesome. That'd Which a- that's not like who who goes who eats barbecue food on Thanksgiving? Why not? I don't know. Smoked turkey? I'm sure people do that. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Why not? So, how is everything else with your week? It was good. It's fine yeah. and dandy. Yeah. Good deal. Same here. Same here. Uh, what wasn't fine and dandy? Uh oh. Was Survivor Series? Yeah. I think uh, this was very very lacking yeah you did you did pick up the victory on the predictions that's nice but overall i feel like the pay-per-view itself didn't pick up the victory i think i i feel like survivor series 2015 will be more more known for the fact that there was an isis threat that wasn't even like yeah that wasn't um confirmed i guess yeah but they still, rather than any of the matches. Yeah, it was very, it, like you said, it was lackluster. Um, but I feel like I, me personally, that's what I expected. I I knew it was going to be lackluster, so I really didn't have any I don't know, in though. It. I mean, they had, like, Hell in a Cell wasn't so bad. Yeah, but the just in general, the card that they put forward for Survivor Series, I had no interest in. Well, Survivor Series took place at uh, the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and they had they had announced on SmackDown that they were going to have a five-on-five traditional Survivor Series elimination tag team match. Yeah. So pre-show, was nothing was announced. 
Pre-show rolls around. Oh, we're going to have that five-on-five traditional Survivor Series match. I'm like, okay. Um, out comes The Miz. Out comes Bo Dallas. Teaming with Cosmic Wasteland to take on the Dudley Boys, Titus O'Neil, Neville, and then the returning Goldust. Awful return for Goldust. I mean, yeah, he got such a a great ovation and stuff, and he really did well in the ring, but in general, I really don't like that he debuted on a kickoff show. You mean returned? Yeah, yeah. Returned. I don't I don't like that either. And I was we were so sure that it was gonna be the Dudleys teaming up with Lucha Dragons and Ryback or was Yeah and Ryback. Ryback. Yeah, and Ryback to take on Cosmic Wasteland and New Day where Woods would sit out. Yeah, and I don't understand why they didn't go with that because even if you flip it and you add those guys, like if you do Barrett, Sheamus, um, Barrett, Sheamus, and, well, I guess you would have to do... No, it could still be Barrett, Sheamus, and, well, I mean, Barrett, yeah. Sheamus, Miz, Bo, and then somebody else. Slater? That sounds like <laughs> an yeah. open match. I mean, I guess you didn't have to include the Ascension. Yeah, but I, mean, I still you know, think you should have. I mean, but then you have them pairing off with the Dudley boys, so, I mean... But I definitely think it should have been Lucha, Ryback, um, and, and the Dudley Boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, regardless, which is one, you can pick up our tees, prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Goldust, the Dudley Boys, Neville, and Titus O'Neil picked up the victory there. I don't like that Neville was the only one eliminated. Yeah, I'm not a fan that. of I'm not a fan of that either, especially because of the I, I feel like he, he hasn't been a letdown, but the booking of him has been uh, at a stalemate where he's at the point, he's at the cusp right now where they could pull the trigger and they could really make him into a star, but they're just not doing it. And I don't understand why they would have him lose during this match. I also don't like, well, who, who would have lost if not him? I mean, you could have had a, a clean sweep. I mean, maybe if, I would have been fine if Devon lost. Yeah. But, I, I mean... I don't like that Victor was eliminated within, like, the first, like, 25 seconds, was yeah. it? Yeah. 20 seconds? Yeah, so the Ascension really carrying that uh, momentum going into Survivor Series. And Connor was the last... And was Connor was the second person eliminated after Victor. Yeah. So... I mean, you could have had... Connor got eliminated... First of all, Victor was eliminated by Goldust by the, the the scoop slam that he does. Yeah. That's worthy of being eliminated? And then Connor got eliminated after a side slam. Yeah, some of the eliminations really made you question. Um, I, I, mean, no, like, I mean, I mean, only uh, that one, really. Before the Ascension got eliminated, Those two they, could, they could have eliminated Devon Dudley by, like, kind of uh, Just hitting... Just do their finishing move. Yeah, have like maybe Dallas or someone distract Bully Ray, or I'm going to keep calling him Bully Ray, uh, distract him or something and allow them to pick up the victory and then just get clean swept. Well, but, that didn't happen. So yeah. up next, we saw... Did, hold on. Did, did the Goldust versus Stardust kind of lift up or fail? I feel like they might still be building something there. I feel like it kind of let me down because we've seen the build-up before with WrestleMania last uh, this Kerman year. Like, nothing really happened between the two. No, it was kind of just like, I think they dealt with it on Monday Night Raw and that was it. Which even still on Monday Night, on Mo wait, what? 
I think that injured again. No, 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 no. back then, back then. Oh, yeah. I like right when Gold just got injured, they were pretty much putting a a fork and calling it the end of the Gold Dust Stardust. I thought you were saying that they took care of the Gold Dust versus Stardust on Raw, and I was like, that again didn't really do no, much. No, no. But uh, the pay per view kicked off with Roman Reigns picking up the victory versus Alberto Del Rio to advance into the semifinal match for the WWE Championship. Your U.S., no, Mex-American champion, cover <laughs> you. Yeah. Losing. But, well, see, that's the thing is, is like... He shouldn't have been in it. I guess in this, in that sense, Kevin Owens and Del Rio both kind of should have not have been in it because I, that's like a great way to have your champions go over. The only thing I can see, I don't think that Del Rio should have been in it because he just debuted. The only thing is, I would I could see Owens being in it. Well, no, I don't think he should have been in. It. I thought I thought that as I said last week, I think that he should have lost on Raw to Neville, and then Owens cost Neville the match to advance, and then have that feud of Neville yeah, versus. Yeah, we also Owens. thought the same thing for Breeze and Ziggler. Yeah, I mean that was a big disappointment. Yeah, but. The match was decent. It was fine. It was a yeah. standard standard match between the two people. I do understand, or I see it more so now when they when because uh, Ben last week had said that Del Rio kind of has been sloppy since returning. Yeah. So I can see it more and more within his matches. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what are you what are you going to do with that. Yeah. Not, not much you can do. Up next, uh, also advancing to the semifinals of the, the WWE Championship Tournament, Dean Ambrose picked up that victory against Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was... I'm disappointed for the fact that we all knew that Reigns and Ambrose were advancing. Yeah. That's my disappointment. And if you didn't have Owens and Del Rio in there, it could have been a toss-up. I mean, I didn't think that Del Rio and Owens was going to win, but if he had maybe Neville in there, it could have caused that. Well, he was the ex uh, NXT champion. Bro, maybe this if is you gonna... had Neville versus Ambrose, you would think maybe Neville has a shot at defeating Ambrose. Well, no, but I mean, I would like to have more of a uh, an ability to of uh, like uh, to switch that over as opposed to a definite Ambrose win. But why is that a definite? Win over Owens. Who? Ambrose. I, I just felt like he was definitely going to win because the Reigns Ambrose is the shield. That's how I would feel with Neville being in there. Really? Absolutely. I feel like Neville hasn't done anything. And that's why I think that this could have been like a big upset uh, way to go to the finals. But, I mean, Neville versus Reigns in the finals would have been fine. Yeah. Next up, you had Ryback, Lucha Dragons, Usos pick up the victory over King Barrett, Sheamus in the New Day. Um, yeah. This was shocking because they only announced that they were going to have one of these matches. Yeah, which I, I, I do think that they should. I'm happy that they had more than one. I don't like that Barrett was eliminated first. Yeah. Not I'm, a I'm, I'm fine with the way he, he got eliminated and everything, but I don't like that. Because he's just, they built him up to be nothing. I mean, story of his life, right? Yeah. And not his life, of his 
WWE career. Yeah, story of his <laughs> WWE career. Goes, what did I ever do to you? You unfollowed us. No, blocked us. Yeah, blocked us. But we didn't even do anything to you. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, it, Ryback, Kalisto, and Jey Uso were the ones that were left standing. Hey, I'll, I'll take it. I'm happy I, that... I'm not going to take it, though. I'm happy that more people that... I'm, I'm happy that more people got eliminated. I don't like that the No, faces, no, more people didn't get eliminated, over. though. Huh? More people didn't get eliminated. Well, no, like, one of the Usos and one of the... And oh, yeah, Uso and Sinkar were eliminated. But yeah. my problem with this is that Jay Uso eliminated Biggie Langston, and Kofi and Woods were arguing with the referee, like, no, he's not eliminated, he's not eliminated, and they were like, okay, fine, fine, he's eliminated, but he's hurt. Let's walk him to the back. So they walk him to the back, and then Sheamus is left taking on Ryback, Kalisto, and Jay Uso by himself. Yeah. Jay Uso, I'm not Jay Uso, Ryback hits the shell shock on Sheamus, one, two, three. There are countouts, there are disqualifications, and, and you could tap out people and everything in these matches. Why why did Kingston and Xavier Woods not get counted out? Yeah. They just, poof, out of the match. They have no, nothing, nothing to do with the finish. Yeah, I thought that was bad not to include them in the finish. But I did like that Sheamus was left taking on everybody by himself because I was I tweeted out I was like Sheamus versus them this leads to Sheamus losing and cashing in the, the title cashing in the, the contract yeah and I was right not to jump ahead but uh, up next <laughs> one of I don't want to say one of the worst matches I've ever seen because I've seen some really bad ones I'm looking at you one warrior nation <laughs> hey Charlotte Picked up the victory, defeating Paige via dis uh, via submission, uh, which I felt like I was the only one tweeting out that Charlotte's hands were underneath the bottom rope. Yeah, which and you called it instant break. Yeah, so not to jump ahead again, but yeah. uh, apparently they ran with that. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand Charlotte as champion. Yeah. Up next, we saw Tyler Breeze defeating Dolph Ziggler. Probably the most... Shocker of the night? I wouldn't even say shocker. I would say lackluster. Not even... Who's going to remember this match? Well, I mean, I say shocker because Breeze picked up the victory. And I think... Right. Did we both have Ziggler to win? Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was but a it good just... match, and I want more from them. I want more from this feud. It's on. Uh, yeah, I'm happy Breeze picked up the victory, but I really feel like it's. I don't know. There's something missing from it. Yeah, because WWE doesn't. It, we, something missing is this. The whole setup to this match. <laughs> kind of like the next match. Yeah. Talking about setting up, Brothers of Destruction picked up the victory over the Wyatt family, Bray and Luke. Um, the setup was awful and rushed. This match was. Not awful, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, enjoy it, enjoy it. No. This wasn't this wasn't what I wanted to see with, with Undertaker and Kane teaming up. I want to see Undertaker. I mean, you could have had 
You could have had Kane turn on Undertaker set up a WrestleMania match in Texas. Yeah, well. One last time. One last time after using that over and over. The the Undertaker's entrance was cool at least. Ish, I should say, because I really I hated they had the whole everything the setup, they had the druids, they had the crosses, the fire, the smoke. The one thing I didn't like was the the they had like a door that came down and played it was just images of Undertaker yeah. through the twenty five years. I didn't mind that. I did not like that at all. I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of a cool part of it. What I didn't like was that they kept on going back and forth with showing that and Undertaker walking down the entrance ramp. It wasn't like you didn't really get one clear image of Undertaker with the images, all the images behind him. Well, I've been saying this for years now. WWE should have sprung the money and gotten a Paul Bearer hologram. Hey, why not? If that Tupac would, can wrestle, I mean, if Tupac, if Tupac can rap new words, then Paul Bearer can make an appearance and do. His oh yeah. Well, well, he is still alive. I mean, so it's not too difficult. Tupac. Yeah. Is he though? Uh, huh? Is he though? Yeah, he still puts out music, right? I don't. Talking about putting out music, Roman Reigns picked up the victory over Ambrose in the finals of the WWE Championship tournament, which everyone obviously saw coming. Yeah. Uh, everyone was complaining here though because it was. 10, like 10.30 or something like that. Yeah, there was still a good amount of time. Which WWE pay-per-views, since I was even a kid, have like always ended at like 10.45-ish. Uh-huh. So confetti's falling everywhere. Triple, Triple H's H. music's, music hits. Triple H comes to the ring, congratulates Roman Reigns. Shake, goes to, he raises his arm and everything. Goes to shake his hand. Roman Reigns turns away. Boom, hits Triple H with a spear. Yeah. There is so much confetti in the arena falling. You had to have one camera angle. You couldn't even switch to another camera angle because there was just confetti falling in front of it. Yeah. Roman Reigns turns around. Boom, bro kick. Sheamus goes to cash in the money in the bank. Referee seems to take forever to cash it in again. As so always. At least, at least they're consistent with that. If you're going to listen to this podcast, please just fix that one thing. But at least they're consistent, though, from yeah. being able to not cash in and then being to, being able to actually cash in. Yeah, that's true. So Sheamus hits the bro kick, cashes in, goes to pin Reigns. Reigns kicks out at two. They get up, whatever. Uh, Sheamus goes to hit him with another bro kick, I think. Roman Reigns ducks it, goes to spear him. And no, bro kick number two. Yeah. One, two, three, new WWE champion. That's literally the only thing of Survivor Series that I was fine with. I mean, um, that, that yeah. I was ultimately um, like, that I like peacefully fine with. Yeah, I, I like Sheamus as champion. I think it's about time that he is champion again. And I'm excited to see this uh, push for Sheamus. It's, I don't know what they're going to do with Reigns. Oh, I do know what they're going to do with Reigns, but... I guess we'll save that for Raw, right? Or, I mean, it's uh, the same. It's obviously he's going into a feud with Sheamus. Yeah, I guess the WWE right now they want to try to do exactly what they did with Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton and stuff like that in the Authority, where they want Reigns to be uh, messed over by the Authority over and over multiple times, costing them the championship. 
So this way they could kind of increase the crowd support for Reigns. And then once the crowd support for Reigns is present, they'll pull the trigger on Reigns becoming champion. But the problem is, I don't, I mean, this is just from reading the dirt sheets. But the problem is, if this is true, I don't see Reigns getting the same uh, reaction for that storyline as Daniel Bryan did. I feel like it's not going to work out. Uh, I mean, time will tell, but it's not like it's not like Roman Reigns is the underdog here. That's the thing. Daniel Bryan is five, what five seven? Probably no. like five nine, five ten. Yeah, five five eight, five nine, or five ten. I don't think he's that tall. But even still, I, I don't see that storyline pan, uh, panning out for them. It's crazy well, that Sheamus has been the last time he was WWE champion was 2010. Yeah, time flies. Where he won it at the now defunct Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. All right, so let's get on to it. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. He's 5'10", by the way. Oh, good for him. (laughs) Good for him. He definitely wears lifts in his shoes then. He could, but you never know. You never know. Yeah, so Monday Night Raw kicked off with the authority. Triple H and Stephen McMahon... Uh, basically speaking about how Roman Reigns rejected Triple H's offer from a few weeks ago on Raw for the to just go straight to the top, just come join the Authority. No, I candy. don't do that. Yeah, he basically did do that. But uh, uh, Triple H then also spoke about how Roman Reigns attacked Triple H at the pay per view, even though he was just trying to celebrate his victory, yeah. and trying to congratulate him. So then Triple H introduced Sheamus to come out, and uh, Reigns came out and said that he wanted his rematch on Raw. And Triple H was like, <laughs> Stephanie was like, <laughs> and to- together they were like, you're not getting a rematch on Raw. You'll, you'll get it when we say you're going to get it. And then they left the ring, and out of nowhere, Rusev kicked, kicked uh, Ro- uh, Roman Reigns. Sheamus attacked Roman Reigns. Which I mean I, I don't know about you, but I'm happy to see Rusev back. Yeah, I was and waiting. Quickly, and I was waiting quickly. I was waiting for King Barrett to come out and form the the triage. Yeah, but that didn't happen. No. And then Triple H announced that the rematch is going to be taking place at TLC. Yeah. Which come on, who wasn't going to guess that? Uh, it's yeah. the next pay per view. Um, next up, you had the Wyatt family, Bray and Luke, pick up a victory over the Dudley Boys. I was very pleased with this. Yeah. I had doubts that the Wyatt family would even pick up a victory against the Dudley boys. Yeah. So I was happy. Even though yeah, I, no, it, it I'm, I'm happy that the Dudley boys had their winning streak and now they're back to like their uh, tag team where they could lose and they could win. And but it's it was okay. But like the, the I didn't like how the Wyatts kind of won this though because Eric Eric Rowan distracted Bubba Ray. Yeah. To cause Luke Harper going to hit the discus clothesline for the win. Yeah. But I was perfectly fine that they perfectly fine with the fact that they won and I liked the aftermath where the Ray Wyatt got into the ring, Braun Strowman got into the ring and they all just attacked the Dudleys. Yeah. That was good. Um talking about good. Sasha Banks picked up the victory over Becky Lynch. Um this match was just a match to have a match, though. Yeah, but even still, I mean, 
I we've said it for a long time. Becky has to break out of that uh, that cage that she's been put in. Yeah, but what sucks here is that this this is a feud leading to nowhere. Because um, Banks, unfortunately, yeah, Banks was tapping out to the disarmer, and Tamina and Naomi distracted the referee there and got Banks out of the situation. Well, she claims she was not tapping out; she was only trying to kill a spider that she saw. Right, which I would not kill a spider with my bare hands. I've done that before. Yeah, but I don't care how much money you'd pay me. I'm not touching a spider because you never know what's going to happen. No, you, Ugh, you could miss, and the spider. Then all of a sudden, oh look! It's oh, that's a, where all all hell breaks loose when you try to a, kill a bug on the wall, and oh, then you the miss. Worst. Yeah, that's the worst, man. Like you're you like you go into. I don't care how big of a guy you are, you go into a huge panic at that point. Like I'll, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah, you go to kill a spider on the wall, and you with a tissue, and you try to jab it, and then you take the t- remove the tissue, and it <laughs> drops. And it starts to run run somewhere. Or how about when you go to hit, like, you go to take a tissue or whatever and, and hit an ant, and then the ant starts crawling on you. Oh, yeah, no, that's p- pure panic. That's where you have to, like, chop off your arm. It's like, oh, God, and you shake your shaking your hand violently, still crawling as, like, all over your hand. Then you got to just flick it off, and then you're like, yeah, it's, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you know somewhere in your room it's lurking. Yeah, it's still watching you, waiting. But Banks was Banks was tapping out. They were distracted, and then uh, she was able to roll Becky Lynch up for the victory. But it's it's the match that went nowhere because this leads into a feud around two women instead of a championship. Which, you know, I, like I said in the past, where not every single feud needs a championship yeah. to revolve around. But in this case, how many like? Yes, there's man. There's a lot of men feuds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very little women feuds. But when you're starting a divas revolution, I feel like everything needs to revolve around that title. That's where I can't be a hypocrite because I know I said in the past that I want to see more storylines in the divas division. So I'm I'm good with seeing this match and seeing them in a feud. Of course, at some point I want to see Sasha Banks in that title shot, but I would like to see Paige and Charlotte kind of uh, fizzle, fizzle out their feud first. And even more so for me is a match that leads to nowhere. Is it's three on one in this situation. You know what I'm good with? I'm good with Charlotte and Paige having their match at TLC, right? Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch costs Charlotte the title to Paige. Charlotte has her rematch to get that out of the way. Becky Lynch feuds with Charlotte. Sasha Banks comes in. Feuds with Paige for the championship. I would be cool with that flip, with that switch. Because then you have Paige versus Sasha Banks for the title. That's what would need to happen. And then you also have Charlotte versus a heel Becky Lynch. That's what needs to happen. So if that's setting up, then I'm fine with that. Yeah. Up next, we saw New Day having their uh, country music jamboree open challenge, which consisted of them... Saying that country music sucks. Yeah, really bashing country music hard. Yeah, so as somebody who's been to multiple country music concerts, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Kofi Kingston. I must disagree at all uh, um, with you. Um, I did I did like how Kofi was just like, like, break, like, this is not character. Like, out of character, country music sucks. 
I, I got a laugh out of that where he's just like, yeah, no, not like this is not my gimmick. This is not my character. Real For reals, it sucks. I have a hard time believing Kofi Kingston, the, the person, doesn't like country music. Why? Uh, how do you not like country music? I don't know. I can see Big E listening to country music. I, don't I can know. see Big E being a uh, big country music fan. Should we tweet him and ask him? Yeah, ask him if his feelings and thoughts are true. So, Lucha Dragons came out to accept that open challenge, which I'm sure we could both agree on is BS because they are number one contenders. Dude, dude they don't make reference to that, though, do they? No. Okay. New Day tried to back out of that, and the Usos came out to also accept it. Who are probably going to be now the number one contenders. Sin Cara was like, yo, bro. Even though we were out here first, let's turn this into a triple threat. New Day was like, nope, peace. And then Lucha Dragons and Usos attacked them. Yeah. So it's probably going to turn into a triple threat match or something. It'd be cool if... Uh, I, I still want to see Dudley Boys in there with a table match. But I don't know how... I mean, I mean Dudley Boys t- versus TLC, the Ascension... TLC is happening. Yeah, but Dudley Boys versus Ascension in a tables match isn't going to do anything. No, that needs to happen, and the Ascension need to pick up the victory. I'm as so as adamant. If, if you, all I'm right. so adamant that the Dudley Boys need to have a tables match and lose. So then explain that fallout to me, though. Because I feel like the Dudley Boys in a tables match has to be against... I would be good if, this was a, if they were thrown into a fatal four-way with these guys in a tables match for the title. Yeah, but how do you but have a fatal four-way elimination? Huh? How do you have a fatal four-way elimination table match? Well, I mean, one person gets put through a table, and that team's eliminated. Which is not a fatal four-way, but elimination match. It could be for the number one contendership. Okay, it could be for the number one contender. But what is it going to do for Ascension, though? Like, what would you, how would you do that after? I... That's like they have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm like, I, I, I'm fine with Dudley Boys losing a tables match, but I just have to see what the plan is with Ascension after that. Like, if it's just the it next, doesn't necessarily next even have run, to be lose to Lucha Dragons, then I'm not good with that. But it doesn't necessarily even have to be Ascension in that spot. It could be New Day. It could yeah, be yeah, yeah. anyone. I'm good with that. So up next, we had a huge shocker, uh, Neville defeating Mark Henry. And I say huge shocker because this wasn't even a match in Texas. What do you mean? (laughs) I feel like the only time we ever see Mark Henry now is when they're in Texas. Oh, yeah. I guess that went over his head. Yep, yep. Uh, What a do. But Neville picked up the victory, and I mean... The one thing I didn't like about this was that it was very it was a quick match. The only thing that really is worth noting here though is that Mark Henry put Neville over after. There nothing yeah, took he place shook really. His hand. It's, he said like I respect you. He goes, "Bro, you're the next." And then he smacked Neville to cause a concussion. No. With that smack? No. No. That would cause that. me to have a concussion. Because Mark Henry. Huh? You're a baby. Yeah, especially compared to Mark Henry, I definitely am. You could take that slap, though, right? Probably. I mean, people say we're, we're like twins. Yeah, very much. 
Brothers uh, separated at birth. God, really? <laughs> I still like Finley's reaction to that. Huh? I said I still like Finley's reaction to that. Oh, yeah. Um, Want to tell the story or next? I feel like I might have already told it, but we, uh, we saw Finley one time, and uh, he goes, oh, you, you could be, you could pass for Seamus' twin. And I was like, huh. A lot of people say I'm like Mark Henry's twin. <laughs> he started laughing. He goes, oh, a little bit different, though. <laughs> so and I thought it was yeah. funny. Not really worthy of telling that story. Yeah, Especially it, after you reacted it, like that. You, you, you got to be there. <laughs> yeah. So Next. Joe West? I was going to say up next. Okay. But feel free to take it. All right. Next up, you had Goldust and Primetime players pick up the victory over the Cosmic Laceland. I was... Uh, Disappointed here with Darren Young being in the match. It's very weird. Like, one night Young is there, the other night he's not. No, no, no. It's not one night. It's like the past, like, three weeks. Was he at ringside on Survivor Series? No, he wasn't even mentioned. Even He wasn't mentioned since the tournament. So where does that make sense? I mean, Darren Young tweeted out saying, like, oh, I've been taking care of personal stuff. Good Sorry you, or something, bro, but, but I have. Still. But storyline wise, why not describe where he's been? Yeah. Even WWE announced but, that John Cena's not been on television because he's been shooting that television show. Talking about where he's been, I don't like the fact that during the uh, during Survivor Series, not one mention uh, of John Cena. No, during Survivor Series, Rosa Mendez tweeted out like that she's at the Laker game or something right now and how much fun she's having instead of watching Survivor Series. I thought that was kind of like... Well, maybe she was at the Laker game watching Survivor Series on her phone. <laughs> you know, I can't... Maybe. Because you can get the network on your phone for just nine ninety nine per month. How much again? Nine ninety nine. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so it definitely looks like they're building Titus O'Neil up for something. Whether or not they are. And I am... I am He's another guy that I have been a supporter of for a long time, so I'm happy to see the buildup. I know you, you were on board, then you weren't on board, and are you open to? I'm back open on board? to him. If he's if they're gonna do something big with Titus O'Neil, then do it. I'll see how I feel when they're there. I can respect that, but I don't like. They just it seems like they're building him up for something big, and they're never going to do it. Yeah, but I mean, and here in this match, in this match though, they just keep making this just continues to to make the ascension look bad. Yeah, I mean, but look what they did with Neville; they (laughs) built him up just to look bad. Meaning Uh, what? I mean, from NXT to his day, his debut was big, and the next week was big, and then it just like yeah fizzled out. Uh, next up, you had Del Rio and uh, Zeb Coulter. Yeah. uh, cutting their promo about Mex America, and all of a sudden, that familiar song hits again, out of the blue, and Jack Swagger comes out. He got in Del Rio's face, and Del Rio backed off. And then everybody goes, "Everybody, listen, Zeb or Zeb and Del Rio, listen to this." And then everyone did the We the People. So, yeah. So I, I mean, it's, it's cool that at least that that's not dead. That fans will still do We the People. Yeah, but fans are puppets. No, they very much so are. I mean, they still do the what chance. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Next up, you had Paige taking on the Divas champion, Charlotte. Uh, this match went to a double countout, though. 
Yeah, for the Divas Championship. Yeah. It happened because earlier in the night, we said this during Survivor Series, Paige called Charlotte out for cheating to win at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Her um, hands were under the ropes. Yeah, when she had the figure eight locked in and Paige tapped. Um, I, I appreciate the ending of this match being a double countout, but it's not, to me, it's not leading anywhere. Yeah, I feel like they're in a tough position right now because, like, I I feel like, like they, they're scrambling for a storyline for them because they had, like, a, a few weeks of storylines planned out for them, and it's not going over with the fans as well as they thought it would, and now they're really scrambling for something. And I don't think this match needed to be as long as it was. Yeah, especially if you're having a double countout uh, ending. Especially because I thought their match in Survivor Series was bad. They mm-hmm. did this... Basically, you know, like almost the exact same match. Well, you know, if you didn't call them out on that finish for Survivor Series, maybe yeah, they wouldn't okay. have done it. And Charlotte just she can't sell. She's not good. And your favorite thing happened again, where Which after one? after that, Paige had Charlotte in the PTO on oh. top of the announce table, and they went nuts. Does so much damage. I don't understand how so much damage. I don't understand how it's. Literally the same height as the ring. <laughs> it's it I just mean, takes more work to get on top of the table. Yeah, I don't get it. And I mean, does, it would be cool if she did that and then into a curb stomp. But I feel like I've seen her do that before. She might have. Um, but if WWE really wanted us to care about the Divas Revolution and wanted us to care about the Divas title. And wanted us to care care about the divas that were competing in WWE. They need to make this match, Paige versus Charlotte, for the Divas Championship at TLC, mm. a TLC match. Yeah, there's no way around that. It it needs to happen. It's now or never. It's the quote unquote Divas Revolution. <laughs> you need to up the game. I agree. You need to absolutely step it up. Be like, oh, it's just going to be a normal match. No. We can't just have that. I don't want a tables match between the Divas. Ladder. I don't need a chairs match or a ladder match. Ladder match I'm fine with. I could see a ladder. If not a TLC match, it needs to be a ladder match. Yeah. It, it's time for that in WWE. Give them a chance. If you want to give them a chance, you want them to main event. Give them a main event ladder match. Just don't include Charlotte in it. Well, you don't need to main event that, but... Nah. That needs to happen. I mean, you're gonna have you're already having Sheamus versus Roman Reigns in a TLC match for the WWE Championship. I can understand if they just wanted one TLC match. Obviously, there's gonna be tables matches. There's gonna be a chairs match somewhere in there. You yeah. need the ladder match. You need this match to be a ladder match. And Make they really care. need to Make it Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. You need to care. You need they they need this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Up next, Heath Slater was in the ring to bring, quote-unquote, some rock and roll to Nashville. Rock and roll. And Ryback came out and ruined it. Ruined the whole segment. Slater hit him him with the guitar, which had no effect on Ryback. And then he got hit with the meat hook clothesline and shell shock. Yeah. I have no idea why this happened. I, I don't know. I I tweeted out saying give Slater a chance. They this happened and disappointingly so didn't yeah. get a chance to do anything. Man. It didn't Probably. make Ryback look strong. Yeah. 
I mean, he got, about, hit, he got hit with the guitar and had no yeah. effect on him. But still, what is like? What are they doing with Ryback now? Yeah, I don't know. Talking about not not looking strong, uh, Ambrose and Ziggler picked up the victory over Kevin Owens and Tyler Breeze. Um, I I'm not a big fan of this outcome. I think I the know. worst part of this was that Breeze was the one that lost it. Yeah. I really don't like that. I hated that Dean Ambrose hit the slingshot clothesline here on Breeze uh, because we see on the pay-per-view that Kevin Owens was able to reverse it. Yeah. But when it comes to Raw, Tyler Breeze can't. No. That's I mean, not. he's also not Kevin Owens, different wrestlers. Obviously. Right? But, I mean, then again. At some point, maybe he will. Well, fast forward to SmackDown, he did do it. Yeah. So on Monday Night Raw, why can't you? I, I would love I, to see more people reversing that. I would love to see more people reverse that clothesline, though. You just don't like the clothesline. I hate that clothesline. <laughs> if, if it's once in a while, once in a blue moon, I'm fine with. But it's then, a signature move, though. It's every single week. It's the, you, it's something that you should be able to see coming. I mean, Steve Austin always did his mud hold stomps. It's the same but that's thing. not something you can stop from signature. happening. That's something. If, you, if you're getting stomped, you're on the ground getting stomped. You're the one throwing him into the the ropes. Just don't throw Dean Ambrose into the rope anymore. <laughs> what about the Usos dive to the outside? Signature it, move. It's the same exact thing. Just don't go to the outside of the ring. Well, they get tossed out sometimes, so. Um, yeah. But for the main event, we had Roman Reigns picking on picking up the victory against Rusev via disqualification. Sheamus was out there in the corner of Rusev, but he got tossed from ringside. WWE champion, Sheamus. Yeah, I thought this was an okay match. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like I said before, I'm very happy Rusev is back, and I think that's a very quick recovery. For but him. when when they announced this match at the beginning of Raw, I did not want to be watching this match at all. Really, I'm good by it. But uh, yeah, well, the only thing that made me excited for this match was hoping. I just kept waiting for the end of this match for. King Barrett to come out. And? And King Barrett, Bad News Barrett, caused the disqualification. There you go. Sending he, Brandon home happy. Yeah, he hit the... the. Why can't I think of his elbow now? Um, <laughs> Not Wasteland. Yeah, I just wanted to say Wasteland elbow, which isn't even true. The bullhammer. Yeah. He hit uh, Roman Reigns with the bullhammer. And uh, then they grabbed, they grabbed a chair, him and Rusev, and tried to hit Reigns with a chair... And Reigns reversed everything. And then, and then uh, Sheamus came back out into the picture. They all tried to... Maybe Sheamus was the one that had the chair. I don't know. Someone had the chair. Uh-huh. Reigns was on top in the end of Raw. I think that that's dumb. I think that I thought Sheam- so, too. With three people out there, I think uh, Sheamus, Rusev, and Barrett should have been over. I guess that they and- were trying to make Reigns look strong, though, with the TLC match coming yeah. up. Well, apparently with the... Uh, I'm going to just toss it out there now. It wasn't a strong Raw for the fans at all. Raw, uh, apparently, what? how much was the rating? Like the, one... Yeah, Raw, Raw dropped 10% from last week in viewers. New non-holiday... It's a new non-holiday record low. It's the first time that the show drew under a three under 3 million viewers since the permanent three-hour shift in July 2012. The to- the tally it was uh, for, per hour is the first hour drew three point one nine uh three point one nine zero million, the second uh, hour drew two point nine nine zero million, 
And the third drew $2.719 million. Hashtag, so hashtag blame decrease, Charlotte. Large decrease from the first to second to third. Which, by the way, they made absolutely no mention of that promo from Raw at Survivor Series with uh, uh, Reed Flair. Yeah, and I could have said $3.190 million, but I opted not to. Um, yeah, and then there was a former writer for NXT, uh, Nyler. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Naylor. Yeah, he wrote a big rant. Well, not really. I guess maybe a rant on the WWE creative and really say like explaining the ratings and how poor it is being booked right now, and how they really he thinks that they need a complete overhaul. They need a new uh, a new stage, a new everything, and just rehaul Raw. And I could agree with that. I think Raw is stale. But a new stage? I don't think they need a new stage. I think they I, need pay-per-view sets. Or at least that, was my, that was my interpretation of him doing an entire overhaul of Monday Night Raw, brand new oh. everything. See, I don't think they need a new stage, though, but I, I they need pay-per-view sets. I think people... Even I, though, it, like, Night of Champions has what they have, and then TLC has the chairs yeah. that hang, that's not what we mean. Go I, back I, and look at Unforgiven 98. Go back and look at... Royal Rumble 2000. These are like memorable sets. Bash at the beach. I mean, that's WCW, but it still correlates here. Epic. <laughs> Again, WCW <laughs> still correlates, though. Starcade. I mean, those sets, it's all about the sets. But yeah, what's, what does the Starcade set remind you of? What is that to you? What is that to you? Nitro? Uh, memorable. It reminded me of Nitro, I think. Yeah, so. Um,. Yeah, but the sets, I think Raw could use a new set. It is getting outdated. And I just think, in general, they just they need to do something. If not, I see com- completely continuing this decline. Um, all right, so let's go to... Monday Night SmackDown. Yeah, Monday Night SmackDown. Yeah, before SmackDown moves, we only have a few weeks left before they move to the USA Network. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I think is happening in January. Okay. Maybe not. I'm not sure, though. But That's when TNA is going to debut on... Uh, Pop TV, which... Pop TV. By the way... Yeah, I, I can watch it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just found this out the other day. I was watching TV while uh, doing some work, and I it didn't even occur to me, but then I heard a commercial say, Pop TV, and the mark in me lit up, and I was just like, oh, wow, I could watch TNA now. So I can't watch WWE on TV, but I can watch TNA. How do you not get the USA Network? I don't pay for it. I only have like 13 stations. That again sucks. I have the the bar basic uh, package deal that they have going on with Time Warner, I think. Um, I could watch Ring of Honor, but uh, it's on WCW or something like that. It's W, isn't it WGN or no? Maybe. I'm not sure. That's why I know there were rumors that that's where TNA was going, but that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not WB or anything like that. You're right. But Wait, is it the yeah, WB? Yeah, so I'll be watching that more often. Huh? Is it the WB? I don't I don't think so. Oh. Well, now that you get Pop TV and you know it, you should look up Shit's Creek and see when that comes on and, and watch yeah, it. Yeah, I have to see, see if you enjoy it. About yeah, because I, I, I mean, I, it looked funny to me, but I've never seen an episode. What's weird is it, it's the TV guide chain, uh, station. So, like, half the screen is the TV show, and then the other half is the 
current like your TV guide, like scrolling through very slowly, showing you what's on TV. So, speaking of Shit's Creek, though, it sucks that they were. Like, I, I was looking on uh, Google, and they were like, "Oh, new to Netflix," and it's just Netflix in Canada. Oh, I was like, "What? Come on!" You you have Netflix? Have you watched Jessica Jones? No, I haven't. Not yet. No, no. no interest, or it just came out like. I haven't even watched BoJack Horseman yet. That was over the summer. Oh. I gotta watch The 100 first, season two. Oh, go watch. Just I hate this chair. Yeah. I feel like, how many times can I complain about this chair? I don't know. It makes so much noise, I hate this. <laughs> I, All need right, to, so I need to oil it or something. <laughs> Talking about oiling, uh, you yes. gotta watch The Wiz? Uh, how, how's that oiling? Well, with the Tin Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to. I've never, I've never seen. I mean, I'm not gonna have to, but <laughs> it's I'm something I'll check out. Yes. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I, I remember watching The Wiz growing up. That was always a crazy movie. I've never seen The Wiz. No. No. I just understand that it's the African American version of. Yeah, I mean the Michael Jackson. No, so, but it's good. Michael Jackson is an African American though, or yeah. was an African American. Yeah, he, that's the thing. At the time. No, at the time he's white. <laughs> at the time he's white. But that still doesn't change. Yeah. But I mean, this this it's got a stacked cast. Oh yeah, no, it's a very talented cast. Um, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm looking forward to it. You're gonna he's like, on down the road. He's on down. He's on down the road. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. So that just happened. Let's move on to SmackDown. SmackDown. There you go. Uh, Roman Reigns opened the show, cutting a little <laughs> promo about TLC. Little ditty. Uh, as in, there were there was a ladder on out there in the ring. There was a chair set on top of a table inside the ring. Uh, spoke about how when he was a kid and the Usos were kids, they would wrestle all over the house, the beach, his backyard, etc. And Spoke about how he would dream about becoming WWE champion one day, mm -hmm. which I don't buy for a second, because I feel like if you were really dreaming that you were a WWE champion one day, why were you not, like, what stopped you from, like, how did you get from point A to point B if you went to the CFL first? And how was he dreaming about being a WWE champion if it was in okay. existence? Okay. I mean, come on. Okay. <laughs> But uh, he said that his dream came true and didn't last long. Sheamus came out, basically made fun of Roman Reigns. And uh, I think in this, I really think Sheamus sounded way more believable than Roman Reigns did. Yeah. Reigns still needs a lot of improvement with his promo skills. Yeah. Um, talking about not needing improvement with promos, the Wyatt family took on the Dudley boys but lost via DQ. Yeah, it's weird to see that Harper and Rowan, I guess, seem to have stopped tagging together. I mean, it was just because it was Braun and, and Rowan here. Yeah, I mean, don't get. I mean, we always were happy that Luke Harper is getting uh, whenever he has that ability to be pushed, and I'm fine with the tag team of Braun and Rowan, Rohan and uh, Rohan, Rohan, <laughs> Rowan, being, Rowan, and Harper being on his own. But the Harper's forward. not on his own. Harper, we saw tag with with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but I, th I feel like they could go separate a little bit, more than how he was with Rowan. 
So the Dudley Boys, you know those pop-up promos that you like that they air before yeah, matches? Yeah, yeah. So the Dudley Boys had a pop-up promo that aired. Nice. Where Bubba Ray literally said, Tonight on SmackDown, the widest... No, no, hold on. Let me restart the sentence because I'm going to try hard not to laugh here. Because, of course, I'm immature and I laugh at stuff like this. But Uh-oh. Tonight on SmackDown, the Wyatts taste some Dudley Wood. <laughs> that made it to air. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. That's interesting. Like, interesting choice of words. Tonight on SmackDown, the Wyatt family tastes some Dudley Wood. Jeez, and... That goes goes under the radar, yet someone makes, uh, uh, uses foul language in a promo and gets fired. Which isn't really even foul language. But back to the match. The Dudley boys set up the table during the match, which isn't even where the disqualification happened. It happened when Luke Harper got involved. Uh, I didn't like that Luke Harper and Eric Rowan hit a double choke slam to one of, uh, to dub, to Bubba Ray. Why? Through the table, because I feel like the double choke slam should be reserved for Brothers of Destruction only. Eh, you know, I'm fine with it, but who did you say did the choke slam? It was, uh, Harper and Rowan. That I don't like. Because that, I think it should be Rowan and Braun. Well, Braun was, Braun was the one that was, was doing the hangman neck Choke. Yeah, but I think that it should have been reversed. Like Harper did discus clothesline, take out whoever, and then Braun and Rowan. So this way you keep Braun and Rowan together and Harper on his own. I think they did it because of that, because Luke Harper and Luke Harper's not on his own, regardless of what you think, which is now three, I, mean, I think. It's not what I think. I it's kind of what I hope. Yeah, so that's not gonna happen. Yeah. A family. It's a family. It's not the authority, it's not the corporation. Yeah. So, so talking about I, I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Paige picked up the victory over Bicky Lynch. <laughs> Against oh. Bicky, Bicky Lynch. <laughs> At one point, uh, Paige had <laughs> Becky Lynch on the ropes, and the referee got to a two count. She didn't break that. She instead switched to another move, and the referee then restarted the count, which got to a three count, which means it went to a five count. And Paige should have been disqualified. Nah. She tried to use the ropes here to win against Becky, but she was too far from them to even reach them, I guess. Mm-hmm. So she rolled her up harder. Nah. I don't know how to like say that differently, but nah. that was the end of the match. It was, again, I mean, it wasn't a bad match, and this is a match that I would rather have seen on Monday Night Raw rather than... Uh, Paige versus, I mean, rather than Charlotte versus, no, what the heck? Sasha versus rather, Becky. Yes, rather than Sasha versus Becky, because this is at least something that leads, I mean, because Becky's always going to be known as Charlotte's lackey, even if they're not together. Until yeah. they make some, like, ultimate switch, for me, that's they're always going to be associated. I concur. But I do like this, I did like this match. And that's not saying I didn't like Sasha versus Becky, mm-hmm. but I like this match more than that. Yeah. Uh, next, we saw backstage New Day having their own uh, Thanksgiving dinner. It was Biggie Langston, Kofi Kingston, Team Bad was there. Heath Slater showed up and uh, he brought food that had a band aid in it, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, Adam Rose showed up and brought Bunny Stew. 
Which they're like, I can't, we can't eat this. We can't eat rabbit. We can't eat bunnies. And the Ascension showed up with no food. So New Day's like, sorry, you can't be here. It's a, it's a potluck, so you got to have brought food to stay. Potluck party. And then uh, Xavier Woods came there, dressed as the gobbly gooker. Yeah. So, good times. Was there a food fight? There was not a food fight. What? <laughs> there wasn't. Oh. Yeah, there wasn't a food fight. Although Kofi Kingston got rabbit stew all over his shirt. No. Yeah. No pie. No pies in the face. Nothing. No booty. Boo. Well, I mean, I, how could they have the food fight when it led to their match? So. Boo. Maybe later. There wasn't even like a Thanksgiving harvest. I feel match. like that's just boo. How did Ziggler not face Miz in one of those matches? <laughs> I mean, you yeah, boo. Or how did Sandow not face Ziggler? Yeah, right. But uh, up next after that, we saw uh, Jack Swagger defeating Alberto Del Rio. Via disqualification because Alberto Del Rio used a chair. Yeah, I don't get why they needed this DQ finish. I mean, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, I didn't. I get mean, in the crowd, the crowd was not into it. It, it I think, for the one of the first times, uh, Del Rio went for the turnbuckle, like the ten punches in the turnbuckle. Where the crowd usually chants one. Yeah, but this is a tape show, so WWE edits over everything. But there, but there was nothing. Then they took out those counts. Well, that's because I mean, there probably were counts on the actual show, and WWE took them out because. But why would you take those out? Because Del Rio's a heel. We don't want you chanting, cheering along with the heel. Yeah, but you could have added boos. Instead, there's nothing. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah, Doesn't that sounds stupid. No, they've yeah, done no, it before. That sounds stupid. They've done it before. I don't know. I think it's better than nothing. And they're really setting Del Rio up to be um, returned to his status that he was before he was released. But, well, I mean... Boring. Yeah, I guess. If if they want to take out the 10 count or not yet booze or take out the booze, they are setting him up. Aside from the DQ, though, I thought it was a... It wasn't bad. It was a standard match between that you'd expect from both of them. I wasn't a fan. It's not bad, but it could have used more. Well, yeah, I mean, we saw them earlier in the Thanksgiving dinner, but saw who? Bad team, bad. Oh yeah, hilarious. Yeah, all Came right. Over my head. I, I didn't uh, like the this that when uh, Del Rio grabbed the chair, the referee tried to grab it from Del Rio. Yeah. But when Swagger took the chair and started to beat Del Rio with it, the ref did absolutely nothing. Nope. I don't. I don't get that. And I think the weirdest part of this didn't even have anything to do with the match. Del Rio's mini inside Trons. You know how it's like been like the Mex-American flag? Yeah. It was just like a yellow graphic, like a gold graphic. Not even gold, it was yellow. Huh. It was like the weirdest thing. I don't know if they did that because maybe they want to separate. Because I, I think Jack Swagger's mini Trons is the American flag that waving. Uh-huh. So maybe they wanted to separate... No, American I couldn't see that from American flag. I we'll see, we'll, we'll see come Monday. I don't. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think that. Like uh, maybe it was just used as like a, a placeholder while they come up with a new. Yeah, one. I, I think someone hit the wrong button. To be Who's, honest, I don't understand who would have. I mean, we, nobody I mean, has that. No one's Titantron is that or Minitron. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just don't think maybe they didn't cue the ref. If they have custom Minitrons, they should have definitely put those in. I mean, they in may have just not cued the right one. 
because we've seen them. Yeah, but what what Minitron is that? Who's nobody's? I didn't know they had those. Maybe. Um, next up, you had the Usos. Yeah, backstage they were uh, walking, and then Gobbledy Gooker got in their face and gobbled, and uh, ran off. And they were like, "Wait a minute!" He's like, "You know that's that's Xavier, right?" He goes, "Yeah, I wish I could punch him in the face." And then they were like, "Oh, let's uh, let's let's go this way." So they started the scheme, and they followed Woods. Which led into Lucha Dragons picking up the victory against New Day. Against New Day. Mm-hmm. Against New Day. New Day. New Day. No, you're not going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, New Day came out with uh, Gobbledy Gooker with the trombone and everything. But uh, the finish, the big finish happened here where Kalisto hit the Salida del Sol after the Gooker knocked Kofi Kingston's feet off of the ropes. Kofi Kingston was trying to cheat, and Gooker is not having any of it. Jimmy Uso came out with Xavier Woods, who was tied up and just wearing his boxer shorts. And then Jay Uso revealed that he was the one in the, the turkey suit. Go figure. And, so swerve. Yeah, and then the Lucha Dragons took out Biggie Langston, and Jimmy took out Kofi, and then Woods tried to hop away, but Kaliso stopped him. Lucha Dragons tossed him into a super kick from Jimmy. And then Jay Uso went to the top rope and hit an Uso splash with the Gooker mask on. Yeah. Which, I don't like that. It's a different... Like, I wonder where the original outfit is. Probably in the... Um... I don't know. And why when like why couldn't they why couldn't they have like a similar like it is similar but why couldn't they have like a replica of that outfit? I don't know. Uh, next up you had the IC number 1 contender shot on the line. Ambrose picked up the victory over Ziggler and Breeze. Um I'm not a fan of it. I did like, before you even say you weren't a fan of this, I was a fan that Kevin Owens was on commentary. I'm a fan of that. Uh, at one point, Jerry Lawler was focused on Summer Rae. He was like, oh, what's Summer Rae drinking? And Kevin Owens was like, nobody cares, King. Focus on what's in the, inside the ring. Yeah. And I was like, ah! I was like, bruh. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. But, uh... Here, I did like that, though, where they where Ziggler and Breeze were able to reverse that slingshot clothesline. I, Breeze, Breeze, I guess, set it up, set Dean Ambrose for it, but when he went to do it, Breeze held Ambrose's leg, and Dolph Ziggler was on the outside, hit him with a super kick. Yeah. I, my whole thing is, I'm not, Ziggler doing the super kick, I don't know how I feel about the foot stops. I think he, I need, he needs something original. It is original. That's what HBK did with the foot stomps. He's not doing foot stomps. What is he doing? I and mean, that was one time. On SmackDown, he did. When? When he did the, went for the super kick, he was doing the foot stomp like when HBK. He went for the super kick on the outside to. His... No, 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 no! In the ring, he was tuning up the band. Oh. Why? What was his setup on the outside? No, it was just a super yeah. kick. I think he needs to set it up, but I'd, I'd rather him like I'd rather him. I'd rather him tune up the band than nothing, but I think that tuning up the band, he should be doing some other, uh, some something, some other taunt to cue the fans to this is going to happen. Um, but what I, 
what is there? There's not really much. Yeah, I know. There has to be other, some I mean, other. Even play. even Dude Love. I mean, yes, it was a play on the Sweet Chin music, but when he yeah. did Sweet Chin music, yeah, I mean, yeah, you would have to tune up the band direct. too. Like, who else? Like, you can't. What other foot movements? Like when the Usos do their Uso splash in my, in my thought process, that's the same thing as tuning up the band is when they do like the. They oh, I don't see that. I mean, it's not the same thing, yeah, but that's like they're, the thing. it's like they're charging up for a, a, a dive move. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. I mean, but it, like how many feet, like I'm saying, like how many different kind of feet movements can you do? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a tribute to HBK and stuff like that, but. Or it's probably not because Dolph Ziggler's his own person. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I actually still, I'm not a fan of Amber's winning. Yeah, the match came to an end. Breeze hit the beauty shot on Dolph Ziggler, went to go hit him with the I'm Prettier, and which sucks, by the way. It's not in the 2K16 as the I'm Prettier. It's just still the kill switch. Yeah. But uh, he went to hit that, and when he turned around for the I'm Prettier, Dean Ambrose kicked him and hit Dirty Deeds, which I, yeah. don't, I don't think Breeze should have been the person that lost here. I agree. I don't think Breeze should have been the one that lost, and I really don't like that Ziggler, uh, that Ambrose won. I'm not a fan of that. I mean, because I, I mean that. I don't care for Ziggler versus Owens. I don't see the point of no. It's it's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Owens Ambrose, versus Ambrose. Versus, yeah, Ambrose. and I don't see like where that goes from there. I mean, then Ambrose, sort of, Ambrose saw, loses. I don't want to see Ambrose become the IC title. I mean, correct IC me if I'm wrong, but didn't we just see Ambrose pick yeah. up a victory over Owens at Survivor Series? We've seen this, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. That's why I, I don't. I can't picture where it leads to. I don't want to see where it leads to. Yeah, but I think that we are about to lead to a, a break. Yeah, we'll be right back here. Uh marking out. Hey, marking out. It's the Long Island IZ Zach Ryder. Take care. Spike your hair. Woo woo woo. You know it. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 251, the post-Thanksgiving episode, so hopefully everybody is still awake and listening to this. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out, 20% off by using the code Black Friday. That ends November 30th at 12 p.m. That's this Monday, so you have whenever we post this, uh, and then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday before noon. So please purchase our t-shirts. Yeah, do it up. Moving on to some outside the ring stuff. Yeah. Um, we discussed, well, we didn't really discuss it, but we mentioned it briefly earlier that uh, someone was cutting a promo during, what is it, a dark match on SmackDown? Yeah, it was just a dark match, a dark promo that he was cutting. Brad Madox cut a promo Madox. and referred to the, was it the Colts? Uh, yeah, he called them as cocky pricks and that's not foul language to me. And that pisses me off that that oh, quote unquote from the sheets, the news sites that that's why like people say that stuff on television. Yeah, it's not like he cursed and said like the S word or something. Yeah, I think that's kind of a bogus release. I mean, but who knows? Maybe he asked for his release. Maybe it's stemming from something else. Who knows? We're just no, going by what we read. Um, also, and, and, released, what, and what we read is something I don't agree with. So yeah, um, another release was Sammy Callahan, Solomon Crow. 
uh, read that he asked for his release. Which, I mean, rightfully so. The guy's been down there for so long, and they he probably got frustrated that he's not being used. It, it sucks that literally it went nowhere. Nothing. Like, all his, like, the hacker gimmick and... Yeah, they every, started that, and then they it went nowhere. Like, when he first debuted on that, that NXT house show and went nowhere, everyone was like, oh, my God, this is awesome, this is awesome, and then it went nowhere. Then you had, like, the live event, and, like, he would literally, quote-unquote... Like literally, come on, that's quote unquote hack into the television show. Yeah, hack into the events, and then everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome! This is awesome!" And then that again went nowhere. And then they they also did that on NXT too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he hacked into the NXT stuff. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that it went nowhere. Um, but now he's gonna be on the indie scene at some point. So we'll be seeing seeing the return of Sal, uh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, the Indies. Uh, I'm sure he'll make his appearances Death all Machine. around. Death what? Machine, Sammy Callahan. Was that his moniker? Sa- the Callahan Death Machine. Oh, yeah. But um, nice you, dude. Never never spit any dip on me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> WWE apparently is interested in Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, the Red Dragons, and signing them. So that'd be interesting to see a fallout for. But I'm curious because that the, the news articles say that WWE talent is trying to pull for Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. But never mentions who. I guess we'll, I mean, we'll see how well this goes. Yeah. I mean, because um, they talk- said they wanted the NXT crowd to be like Ring of Honor and the, the product to be more like Ring of Honor. Product, I'm good with being more like Ring of Honor. <laughs> But not not completely I mean, I, I, though. No, because what they have is good. Yeah. What they have is better than Raw. Uh, I don't know about that. I think what they have going on is better than Raw. Um, but but, you, but the we, fans, we don't want we don't want Ring of Honor fans to migrate. Which we discussed that last week, kind yeah, of. Yeah, Mick Mick Foley would agree with you. Yeah. So. Um, but talking about hype videos and stuff like that with Callahan, uh, we did see a hype video for uh, Elias Sampson. Um, like this I'm fine with. Yeah, we saw a hype video for him. Hopefully, uh, what did we want? We wanted him to not wear uh, the attire he was wearing, right? I think so. We wanted him to be more uh, like down in the dumps looking. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll find out. He's going off that like Bruce Springsteen kind of a look, right? But not really. He was just... I didn't get it. Or is it more Bob Dylan? It was a drifter, right? Yeah. Which, that's just, that could be anything. Yeah. I thought you should dress more homeless. Yeah. Because how often do drifters get to shower? Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So we'll see about that. But that I'm fine with. What I'm not fine with is airing a return vignette for Sami Zayn. Because I think it's more impactful when somebody... Oh my God! It's Sami Zayn. Yeah. Well, they didn't give a date, but that's still I don't care. Like we, I mean, it'd be even better if it was like, here's Sami Zayn's returning, but it's to the main roster instead of. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's any point to bring to have him return to <laughs> NXT. That's funny. Yeah. I read the next line of the notes. Sorry. What? What do you mean? Go for it. It, it says it's it should say Cesaro. Ah, uh, 
That's funny. <laughs> I didn't... Yeah. Cesaro had a shoulder surgery by the same doctor that performed the surgery on Rollins' knee. Um, Is there a time frame as to how long? I, his... I haven't seen, but hopefully every hopefully a speedy recovery though. Yeah. Um, speedy recovery to Cesaro, big loss. But you know what? Maybe upon his return, that's going to be good. But let's see what happens with Zane because I feel like when they return, look what they did with Rusev. That's how you. I think that's a good return. That's yeah, a solid it came out return. of nowhere. Exactly, and he went to the main event. Gold Dust. That's a bad return. So I mean, it's, not, it's not terrible, but it wasn't. What it's pay per view, it but been. it's a kickoff show. Yeah, and it's for free. Speaking of coming out of nowhere, Randy Orton reports are saying that he might be out till after WrestleMania 32 because he's going to, to be needing to clean bone chips out of his neck. Which uh, I mean, you probably know more about this stuff. And yeah, it may, may require neck fusion surgery. Yeah, they don't know the the extent of his injuries in his neck, but he may have to get neck surgery, uh, neck fusion surgery, and and this is so all far, from taking out the garbage. Yeah, uh, probably the neck is just built up. The shoulder is probably uh, just a garbage. Whatever he did, um, but he's supposed to be out three to six months after a neck surgery. So add that onto the timeline that he has right now. Which there isn't even a timeline for that right now. Yeah, no one really... We, we know WWE.com posted Randy Orton got married. So that conveniently took over for his uh, his shoulder surgery or his shoulder injury. Yeah. Uh, talking about injuries, the fan that was outside of the performance center who was shot by uh, the sheriff's department down there in August... They, I don't know the the sheriff department or WWE or somehow um, video footage. One of the news stations down there released video footage of his actions from outside, from being recorded from p- potentially one of the talents, uh, one of the, some of the wrestlers what? in the performance center recording him. What on are you the talking about? That's security cam footage. No, there's a few other footages. You Is there? I yeah. only saw a security cam footage. Yeah, the first video on the link I sent you. It's like him outside, and you hear them like laughing on the inside, and kind of sounds like mocking him. But and then they also showed the finally released the uh, the uh, security video, and it's just completely wild. The guy like they aired an interview with him, and it sounded like the guy was very uh, delusional and kind of. Uh, something was going on. And which was the diva he was going for? He wanted to... Um, I think potentially Lita, but there's no oh, confirmation. Right, right, right. right. Um, but even still, I mean, I, I do feel for the for the kid. Hopefully everything is... Everything goes well for you him. You feel it's, for him? Well, Why? Well, I'm, I'm happy that he uh, didn't get hurt. Well, I'm happy he didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, I'm happy that he didn't get hurt. I'm happy that he didn't hurt anybody. Oh, this is so trippy. I don't know why this just came up. What? I'm creeped out. Are you on Facebook? No, but FaceTime just popped up. And all I see is blackness and my eyes. And you see the reflection of my glasses. It's weird. It, it was completely out of nowhere. You must have clicked FaceTime. No, I think South of- tried to... Sal tried to FaceTime me, and he, he probably clipped FaceTime and hung up. But, yeah, this is creepy, so I'm going to exit FaceTime. Um, yeah. 
So, um, I don't know if people knew about this. It's just getting out there now, or maybe no, it was I out think I think it was already out there. Yeah, well, and I think about that the video just surfaced. Yeah, while we're talking about the performance center and stuff like that, Wesley uh, Blake, uh, he was arrested for under uh, for a DUI on July third in Florida. I'm, I we we had to have covered that. I, yeah, and they just they just released a video of his denying of a breathalyzer. So I mean, he did. They lost the titles right after this event. So I mean, it was out there saying like WWE may or may not know of this, but if he lost the title and stuff, I'm sure that they probably know. I feel like I can almost guarantee that we spoke about that on the July 4th or July whatever episode. I mean, maybe. In general, people, please don't drink and drive. Don't be stupid or anything like that. Is that Sal texting you? Yeah, that's Sal calling. Sal? Sal loot. Which, by the way, he can name the numbers on chains. No, not chains. Nails. Nails, yeah. <laughs> Corrections off, uh, outfit. Yeah. But uh, as far as outside the ring news, the only thing left to really speak about is the fact that TNA, TNA canceled their whole big trip in India. Yeah, the one night only in Mumbai. Or postponed it, quote unquote, yeah, without actually giving a date. Yeah, they said 2016, but I mean, we'll see. They're on. They're on a network that literally. How many people get Pop TV? How many people are going to watch? This is probably coming off so loud. You probably hear all the sirens and stuff. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Scott Steiner's in your house. Yeah, somewhere. It's all right. Somebody better holler if you hear him. Yeah, well, I mean, Scott Steiner's somewhere, right? Yeah. So, um, all right. So, let's talk about some independent uh, results. CZW Night of Infamy took place on the 21st. Uh, you had the CZW Wire Champion Joey Janela retain his title against Leo Rush. Yeah, the hooligans, I assume, pick up the victory? Or no? No, no, no bold. Oh, you don't have it bold. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I, I have it all bold. Uh, team Tremendous, they retain the tag team titles. And then uh, Matt Tremont retained his CZW Championship against DJ Hyde. So every champion retained at CZW Night of Infamy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's all I got to say about that. So, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. It's time for shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go give a follow and listen to Jobber Nation over at Jobber Nation. Also, go check out John at Mr. John Faust. Eric at Montreal Broski. And don't forget to go check out his show, First Thing in the Morning. Also, go check out Beamont to B at NYWC underscore sign guy. And Jasmine at Reverse and Massage. Go I, follow them all. What up? I tried to. I watched this Tetris episode. Uh-huh. Montreal Broski. Whipped out my Tetris from uh, Game Boy. And I wasn't getting anywhere near close to the score that he got. But I don't understand because, like, I, I think, I don't know if the scoring was different on NES than Game Boy. It may be. Because I was getting Tetris after Tetris, and it wasn't getting, like, close. Like, the closest I got to it was, like, like 12,000 points or 20,000 points. I don't remember which one. Huh. He had, like, 76,000. Yeah, he had a lot. And I was playing for, like, 10 minutes. You had a lot, a lot. 
Yeah. So, all right. Um, let's see. Also, you're going to have Five Borough Wrestling, season's last wish, taking place December 18th. They just announced a bunch of matches, a match that you and I both are really uh, wanting to see and be there for. Kenny Omega will be taking on Tony Nese. Uh, this is going to be taking place in Brooklyn, New York. Um, the card right now, there's so much going on. Five Borough Wrestling Champion, Kurt Hawkins taking on the product, Dave Starr. This is Brian Myers, bro. What's that? It's Brian Myers. Sorry, bro. I was reading the tritty, the um, the uh, Twitter handle. Yeah, Brian Myers. Jigsaw vs. the Greek God, Papadon, and a lot more. Um, yeah, so go check them out. Go check out Twitter. Uh, Twitter. No, I don't have to say that. At Five Borough Wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, go support them. Go support independent wrestling. Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? Brandon, shout-outs gonna make you pregnant. First up goes to Billy Eichner's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, that was funny. It, it aired a few weeks ago on Billy on the Street, but I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah. They had a, a Mark Ruffalo, yeah. which, which was a float consisting of different Mark Ruffalo characters. Yeah, the Hulk and yeah. everyone. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. Did you watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, by the way? Or um, I saw some of it. Like, I saw Jennifer Nettles. But then I was just like, why do people watch this? I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, it's really... I don't... It's like a huge, giant advertisement now. Like, you have Aflac... Everything's an advertisement. And, it's and like, this balloon is presented by whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's not... It's, yeah, I don't get it. For the 75th anniversary, the Colonel has a float. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Like, why, why do I need to see? I mean, most of the people. Fried chicken floats. Like, what is yeah. that? that and mo makes... most, of the, most of the singers that are singing are. No, no, not most. It's all. All? Yeah, they have to. They can't do that live. Yeah, I, I have no interest. They're AMAs, though. The AMAs were entertaining. I didn't see that. Did you? Oh, uh, you didn't watch it? No. All right. But seriously, that, that's like disappointing as like a nation where people get excited to see KFC. Yeah. And McDonald's is in the in the parade. Yeah, right. Oh, Ronald McDonald! Here's a new Ronald McDonald this year. <laughs> My brother went to watch them blow the balloons up. I had yeah. no clue who he went. I would have went with him. Well, it seems something like could be cool. Yeah. yeah. He said there were thousands of people. I saw on the news they said like 10,000 people there. Jeez. It's crazy. Uh, next up, though, is a shout-out to The Lion Guard, which is an upcoming television show based on The Lion King. Mm -hmm. They aired a long first episode to, I guess, set up the series. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I didn't enjoy from this, like, it's clearly it's geared for, for children. Yeah. But uh, the only thing that kids won't even care about is this, is that Rob Lowe is playing Simba. Um, hmm. I'm like, I'm I, like, I like Rob Lowe, but as Simba, I'm looking forward to hearing a, a voice that's like, it's very, his voice is very similar to Matthew Broderick. I just would have liked to have heard somebody's voice that was even more similar to it. Like, I know... The one that does Nathan Lane for Timon, he's been in the Lion King before. It's it's like a, a voice impersonator of mm -hmm. of him. So, but interesting. Ernie Sabella's in it. He did Pumbaa's voice. 
Oh, and cool. uh, Mufasa, at one point, it's James Earl Jones, and Simba's son is like, are you? And he goes, yes, I am your grandfather. Which I thought was hilarious, because James Earl Jones is Darth Vader's voice. And he would be saying, I am your father. But instead he did, I am your grandfather. How are you not laughing at that? Y- you I, know. I, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. But uh, last shout out <laughs> goes to stuffing or dressing if you're from the South. But Dressing? Yeah, that's what they say. Really? Hey, y'all, did somebody say something about dressing? Yeah, that's they call it dressing. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave out my southern fans here. But uh, I mean, be honest, or let's be honest here. Thanksgiving isn't about family or friends. It's not about a parade. It's not even about turkey. It's it's all about stuffing. It's all about that food. The real star. No, no, not food. The real star of Thanksgiving is stuffing. Yeah, that's literally my only reason to celebrate Thanksgiving. Is sometimes there's too much salt in it. I mean, sometimes it's too too much salt and too and not enough uh, water. Not enough water. Yeah, as in like it's too what? Huh? It's is too dry, too dry and hard. Well, if you make it right, then the day should all only be about stuffing. Yeah. So Uh, moving on from that to uh, our. Right, our mark out moment of the week. You got a few for this week, don't you? Yeah, but before we do that, we didn't even talk about the fact that it's Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Did you go Black Friday shopping at all? Or Oh, I saw a few videos online, though. It's Craziest completely... Things. I'm disgusted by that. it. It's so stupid. It's absolutely the dumbest thing. I don't understand why they still have Black Friday and promote this. It's disgusting. It brings out the worst in people, and it's disgusting that pe- how people will act. I Black Friday shop online, but that's not that. They also have the what Cyber Monday. Yeah, but Cyber Monday, like you still get. I don't know. Sometimes you get. It, it depends on what though. Like DVDs and stuff, I'll wait for Monday. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to Best Buy doing the iTunes gift cards, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. So why was the gift card deal? If, if if you it's like buy one get one forty percent off or twenty percent off or something. Oh, interesting. So like I get two one hundred dollar gift cards for one hundred and sixty dollars instead of two hundred dollars. Really have two? You really have that much music to buy? Well, I split it with with Jared. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and then I yeah and then I picked up a wrestling DVD from RF Video because they started theirs on Wednesday. I, I picked up t-shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees because they started theirs early also. Uh-huh. And, uh... I, I think the... Imp- like, I really think that they have to get rid of Black Friday. I, I, the way that... The way the corporations treat their employees... Uh, employees and then the way that the people what, though? Act, Meaning what, though? Meaning what? Meaning what? With the employees? Well, like, how they, uh... They have them work, like, uh... Overnight and stuff like that for just places like Sears. 
and Walmart. And it's just, it's disgusting to see people trample. It's dangerous. Dude, people were shopping at Big Lots last night. I was like, what are people getting at Big Lots? Like, what is their sale? Like, I saw a video of some woman grabbing a toy, uh, a box yeah, out, out of, of a child's hand. Yeah. Like, it's just disgusting. My Nana went once to Black Friday for Toys R Us, and I think it was for... I think it was for the... I don't know if it was the Power Ranger base or a Ghostbuster house. And somebody know. tried to wrestle it out of her hands and she knocked the woman out. Good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I would never want to see your grandma go to... No, she did go, though, and I think that did happen. She didn't... She didn't like, be, if I ever with went her, with her to a place like that, I would be so nervous. I'd be like, no, you, no. Stay away from, stay away from her. Yeah, I, so. I but I, I also, I picked up a Kalisto mask. There you go, finally. The shop. Yeah? Yeah. About time. For About like, time. for, I think it was like 32 bucks instead of, it would have been like 50 something bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. I'm... Uh, before you hit out yours, I'll get, I'm going to talk about something real quick. I guess I marked out a little bit this week. They had the Eddie Murphy, uh, reception for receiving the, uh, Mark Twain award. Um, that was really cool to watch because they brought out like Tracy Morgan, uh, Kevin Neal and a ton of old comedians, Joe Piscopo, just a, uh, long list of comedians. I'm sure that I'm sure they're going to love listening back to this and being referred to as old comedians. Well, they well, are. I mean, they are. Well, yeah. they are. I mean, but it was cool seeing all the old SNL skits and stuff like that. I highly suggest people watch it. But, yeah, I marked for that. That was cool. Yeah. What about you? So, I went to the mall. I guess, officially, I guess you call me a mall rat, whatever. Uh-oh. Did you <laughs> buy anything? I bought gelato. Hmm. But that wasn't like I didn't go to the mall for gelato. Yeah, yeah, that's still mall rat. But uh, well, no, cause why? Well, I went. My friend needed something there, so I went. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, I'll go. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. So we went to the mall and we went to Steiner Sports, and tons of people were coming in and out of the store. And I'm like, I said, excuse me, is there like, is there like a signing here or something? And they're like, oh yeah, Pele's here. I'm like, what? I know him because of all the pro wrestlers do his kick. So I thought, oh, like, as soon as, like, I thought that was like the markiest thing ever. But... Did you say that out loud? No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I, I didn't. I couldn't even see Pele or anything. But people were like, they, like they were spending a lot of money on on autographs. Like a lot of people were getting like multiple autographs and stuff. And then they were getting things framed and matted. It's it is crazy. with a price. Yeah. Hit us with a price. Do you know? I don't know. I like I I could swear I heard somebody being charged like four hundred something for their oh. jersey and matting and did they, did they mat did they mat it and everything there? They I guess they must have like a company or something. So like they got to like you have to give them your address and then they'll send it to you when it's done. Oh, but it, it seemed cool. Like you get the you get they have the signed jersey. So like the signing was downstairs somewhere. I didn't actually get to go in, but. uh and then you come up to the store with the jersey where you, you give them the jersey or whatever you want matted. And they mat it with whatever different colors and a picture also of Pele. That's interesting. And a name, engraving, whatever you want. So yeah, I guess yeah, it yeah. depends. Like I mean, I'm sure the... Uh, the it's still a lot of money. Steiner Sports rips off a lot of Yeah, but uh, framing, framing stuff is a lot of money in general. 
Yeah, no, framing framing is, but the autographs themselves, Steiner Sports rips off. But it's not always Steiner Sports though, so and it's just anybody. I mean, if you go to a Daniel Bryan autograph signing, it's what? Forty bucks for a picture and autograph? That's the same thing as anywhere else. Hulk Hogan, hundred bucks for a picture and autograph? Same thing as anywhere else. I think yeah, Comic Con could be a lot worse sometimes. Oh yeah. But uh, and speaking of Hulk Hogan, I guess my other main markout moment of the week is the fact that Adam Sandler has he released the the Hanukkah song part four, and finally yeah. after years and years, the last and one years, came out two thousand six, I believe. Goldberg, Goldberg finally being mentioned in it as a Jew. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I guess and so is Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was mentioned it not for being a Jew, but for being, <laughs> being in a match with Goldberg. So yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was very, very funny. Yeah. But and that was our cool. show this week. That was our markout moment of the week. Our show. Thanks for yeah. listening. Markingout.com, Facebook.com slash marking out. Stitcher Radio, iTunes, subscribe, rate us, like us, whatever. Buy our t-shirts, pro slash marking out. Use 20% the code. Off. Yes, 20% off Black Friday code. No spaces. Please continue to watch Cooking with Brandon episode four, even though I think everybody has stopped. Uh, please go back and want, listen to last week's episode so you can hear Let's Take a Selfie. Yeah. Let me, let me know what you think about that. Uh, I could take it. <laughs> and we wish you the... happy TTG161 at Dave the Rain underscore MO. Best of luck in your, in your future, future endeavors. endeavors.